Hello, welcome to another week of Makeup Mastery and Murder. I'm so excited. I have a really, really exciting guest today. You may remember her from our first episode, our very giggly, terrible first episode <laughs> that, you know, I can't bring myself to take down, but I can't bring myself to listen to again either. <laughs> so we have Brooke Carrick. Hi, thanks Hi. for having me back again. Dude, we need to redeem ourselves. I won't even lie. I, it's been a year. I feel like you've gotten everything under control yeah, now. Yeah, I don't know. Are we <laughs> giggly together? Nerves, there a lot of nerves. A lot of nerves, yeah, for sure. Definitely. And I feel like just speed talking and yeah. All of that. So, I mean, a lot has changed in the year. <laughs> Everything. Yeah. So, I wanted to catch up. Tell me about your job. Um, yeah. So, I'm still working in interior design mm-hmm. um, for a home builder. But I've started... Which she's so good at. <laughs> Thanks. I've started um, trying to work, like, independently on projects. And even just, like, working with friends on projects. I'm just trying to expand my portfolio, and it's been great. And I've been able to take on a lot of new projects at work and just really grow there, which has been great because I did not think I would be where I am today three years ago or even a year ago. So it's been a really good year despite 2020 (laughs) kicking in. 2020. No, I'm proud of you. And Brooke is so talented. I was going to have her do some stuff for my apartment, but no longer have that apartment. (laughs) But... Like yeah, Stay she's tuned. amazing. Do you have do you have a website or anything? Yeah, I do. Um, it's brookkerrig.com, so just my name. Sweet. Um, and do you have a portfolio on there? And then um, you can subscribe. And I'm working on sending out like little blogs on how to um, make just like make your apartment yours mm-hmm. without spending a ton of money, and just yeah. like little tips that I feel like are helpful for people, especially in their twenties or. Just trying to why am, make their space great. <laughs> why am I a garbage friend? Didn't know that you did this. I'm excited <laughs> to subscribe. Yeah. Do you post any of this stuff on, like, Instagram? Um, I do have an Instagram, Interiors by Brooke. Um, I don't post a lot on there. But okay. But you guys can find I'm it. I'm trying. I'm working on it, you know. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Well, good. What, anything else new? You're moving in a couple weeks. I am moving. I'm moving... 10 minutes away from where I live right now. Down but you're moving in but by moving yourself. Downtown. Yeah. Which? First single apartment. It's going to be great. Um, and I'm excited to design it, obviously, and make it my own. So I'm excited to see yeah. what you do with Big it. Big changes. Changes. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, well, product spotlight. What do you have? I see you have a couple things oh today. Okay. <clears throat> which that looks So dreamy. since we're talking about, like, um dating apps today. Well, yeah, yeah. And dating. <laughs> this is my favorite thing to put on before I go on a date or just in the summer um, to make you, like, really shine. It's Patrick Ta for body. And oh, it's bless. the Major Glow Body Oil. I actually got this as a gift. And I didn't really use it a lot. And then this summer I, like, put it on and it just makes you, like, glow. Yeah. And you just, like, spray it on. Oh, it's like a... Oh, yeah, that's a nice... Just, like, an oil. Spray it? Yeah, no, go ahead. That's like a nice and it smells texture. Like really nice. You smell nice. You shine a little. Oh my gosh, it smells so good. <laughs> it smells different than I'd expect it to. Yeah. I right? almost expected like a warmer smell and yeah. it's Oh, it smells really good though. Yeah. Um are there different colors? Yeah, there's um like a light pink and then I think a more like nude, like shimmery mm-hmm. one. This one's a tanning one though. The bronze. A moment bronze. A, mo- a bronze moment. Yeah, I think Kim Kardashian uses it. So. Oh, amazing! <laughs> so, do you just put it on like? Your um, chest I put it like on my shoulders, shoulders yeah, and, and like stuff? my legs. Nice. If 
I'm wearing shorts. Does it get on clothes? No, it doesn't. Um, it doesn't transfer off. Yeah, no. The only thing is, um, if I haven't blow dried my hair yet and I put it on, my oh jeez, <laughs> it like <laughs> soaks up the oil. Yeah, that sounds yeah. tricky. Yeah. Okay, what's your other? <clears throat> and then the other thing is the ordinary, ordinary. Oh, which we love squ- a good ordinary squalene yep. cleanser. It's uh-huh. awesome because you just like rub it in your hands and it melts into an oil and then you like massage it oh, on your nice. face and rinse it off and mm-hmm. I love it because my skin's been suffering lately and this just the masks man yeah everyone's skin has been <laughs> like look at my jaw right yeah. now it's not cute <laughs> well great and yeah. the ordinaries i know we've talked about it before but it's so affordable guys it's like the best like cost effective brand that yeah. i know of honestly yeah like how much is that probably 10 bucks no max. this was like six dollars yeah yep and everything's like natural there's no like harsh products inside mm-hmm. of it it's so. like you read the ingredients and you know what it mm-hmm. is um where do you buy both of those um i you can get the ordinary at ulta or online the abnormal mm-hmm. beauty company sells yeah. it and then also sephora sells the ordinary oh yeah yep. okay and then patrick ta the for body oil you can get this at sephora or online cool yeah amazing mm-hmm. um so i'm gonna talk about a hair mask today since i just had a hair change and i'm just like let's Let's be a healthy, happy, shiny brunette, yes. yeah? Because I never get to have shiny hair when I'm blonde. Cause yeah. that's just, I mean, you've been blonde, that's just not a thing. <laughs> um, but this is the Formula 18 mask, and it's cool. It's actually all plant-based. Wow. Which, you know, we Never, love yeah. We love that. Um, it smells so good. It's, it's like a heavy mask, but not too heavy. Um, I feel like, here, you can take a feel, you can smell it. And that mm. smells so good. Yeah, wow. What does that remind you of? That that almost gave me a flashback. <sighs> Flowers. <laughs> Some sort of floral. But not too florally. I hate floral <laughs> stuff. I don't know. But it smells really good. But I just, like, use it instead of my conditioner. And, yeah, it's heavenly. Really helps rebuild those bonds. And everyone's hair just gets so dry with all the swimming and stuff in the summer. So Formula 18 mask. And I'm going to be honest, I don't know where you buy it. I'll, I'll put that in the show notes. How did you get it? Um, I, well, I got it from my salon. Okay. So, like, salons sell it, but there's got to be an online yeah, thing. So, absolutely. I'll link that in the show notes. So. Perfect. Cool. Well, so, <laughs> Brooke dropped a little spoiler. We decided <laughs> we are going to talk about dating up like crimes stories which you know as you guys know I just got divorced and this is really just setting me up for a fear-based life right so not on those apps yet this will probably deter me another year at least so so yeah do you want to go first or do you want me to go first um you can go first okay so I changed mine in the middle of the night last night so we're really crossing fingers that we didn't do the same one so I was going to do something else, and then it's really saying to me. So it's one everyone's heard of and knows, good old Dirty John. Oh. Do you know this? <laughs> yeah. Have you seen? Tell me Tell me your knowledge well, of I've Dirty just, John. I've just watched the show and kind of mm-hmm. like read a couple things about it. Did you watch the one on Netflix yeah. or like the Amazon documentary? Just on Netflix. Okay. Yeah. So like the, the adapted version. Yes. <laughs> so yeah wild have you seen anything of like what the people really look like or i've kind of googled them just because i'm yeah. like i'm like, Curious, that. like yeah. i'm like i gotta see these people yeah but 
So I just thought this is such a wild story and so recent. Um, this isn't necessarily dating app. This was like a 50 and over Christian dating site, mm-hmm. per se. Um, but yeah, so we're going to talk about John Meehan. You know who I'm talking about, Dirty John. I'm sourcing a lot of my information is from the LA Times, the Dirty John podcast by wondering which, did you listen to that? Mm-mm. You should listen to that. It's really good. And then a Harper's Bazaar article by Emma Didbin. Dibden. Um, so the thing is, is there's so much information about this. Like, go listen to that if you really, really want to dive in. I'm kind of just covering the basics like I've done in the past, you know, with Susan Powell and Epstein and stuff. But in October of 2014, Deborah Newell met John Meehan on an over 50 dating website. Tall, dark, handsome, anesthesiologist, six wow. foot two, mm. dark, thick hair, nice chiseled jaw. Tall, the dream. Tall, dark, and handsome. That's all we need to hear, right? <laughs> you know, and he he was different. He was very keen on asking her questions about herself, and you know, he was he was humble but also confident. He would he would. As, like, I've researched, um, you know, different kinds of personality disorders and stuff just throughout the years because I just find it fascinating, this is a tactic that, like, a lot of narcissists use called love bombing. So, you know, all attention's on her. She's the queen of the world. She's everything. Just, like, very, very intense. And then when he would talk, you know, as these big stories of grandeur, like... He told her about his stint in Iraq with uh, with Doctors Without Borders. He told her he had a couple kids. You know, they had houses in Laguna and Newport and just this perfect life. Um, but he moved fast. Like, he was intense, again, with the love bombing. And she did have moments of discomfort. And she, back up, she didn't have, like, a great love life. Kind of rocky. Mm-hmm. Her kids all, like, definitely questioned her choice in men a yeah. lot, you know. But but she also, like, I don't know. She was excited. Like, this yeah. guy seems like the whole package. Yeah. Early on, though, I think it was one of their first dates, they did have an incident where, you know, he escorted her home, and I think she let him in for a drink or whatever, and he literally just walked straight into her bedroom, <laughs> sprawled out on the bed, and she's like, no, we're oh not doing gosh. this. And he just, it was like a... Like a switch flipped, like he just lost it, and they like got in this fight, and she kicked him out. And she's like, "I'm never gonna see him again." But you know, of course, he like calls her work the next day. He says all the right things, like that was so out of character, <laughs> the worst. <laughs> um, and I think she just—I mean, she was in her fifties. She was like, "This could be my shot," mm-hmm. you know. She was she didn't want to be alone. I think that was something she probably struggled with was being alone. Because she just kind of kept getting in these repeat um, relationships. And, yeah, you know, we don't have to get into the psychology of that. But by the third date, he, like, professed his love to her. He told her he wanted to spend the rest of his life with her. Imagine. You look anxious. I just saw you sink into your chair. But she didn't mind, like, the forwardness or confidence. Like, one time she texted him... And she was like, you must be the real thing, huh? And he responds, best thing that will ever happen to you. Oh, my No, thanks. 
to a but woman don't... that has children. <laughs> yeah, right? And a full career and yeah. a full life. And yeah. and she's also, backstory, she's, like, very successful. Yeah. She works in, what was Interior it? Interior design. Interior design. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Full circle moment. <laughs> um, And, yeah, he just, but she took it as, like, always confident. And I do think there's, like, a fine line. I would see that and be like, that that crosses the line. But yeah. I don't know. What do you think? I mean, I mean, it's just like a red flag. If, yeah. Like, it's great to fall fast for someone, but if someone's like, I'm the best thing you ever had, like... Like, three days later, let's yeah, get married, basically. That's that's a little that's a little much. It's like, okay, you have something wrong with you, so you're trying to, like, lock yeah. this shit down. Yeah. Have you... <laughs> wait, have you ever had anyone kind of like this? Um, like that, the love bombing, or just really intense? Uh, yeah, one I'm one thinking guy. of... I'm thinking of... Is it the same guy I'm thinking of? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which, I mean, but that was, like, obsessive, like, text messaging. Like, 50 texts in a row. And, like, me me not responding for two weeks to this guy. And then him telling me he lost his job. Oh, yeah. And I was like. (laughs) I'm like, that's the kicker. That's when you're going (laughs) to respond. Yeah, I think that some guys that have some, like need to work some stuff out they kind of just obsess over something because they're like okay like i'm gonna give it my all because what's the worst that could happen i kind of think it's like that but Mm -hmm. in this case yeah he was just like yeah did you end up having to block that guy i did block him and i've received blocked (gasps) missed calls somehow yeah Yeah, from him (laughs) oh bless and then i saw him on the street wait what you didn't tell me this (laughs) I think that's like why he like called me again. Did, yeah. So did he see you? Yeah. He did see me, and I was on the phone. Oh which, god. And when I was literally this? like whipped around, and I was like, "Oh no!" This was since the park, since yeah. that morning, right? Yeah. This is recent. Yeah. Well, I'm glad. Where was and it? I was it near your house? Bu- I saw him on Bumble. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Scary. Bye, buddy. There. Bye. Yeah, Scary other. You know, side story. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. It's perfect, though. Like, this is why we're doing yes. this. Um, so he would often show up to their dates. And, like, even there was, like, this black tie event they went to. And he was, do you remember this from the show? He was, like, super late. And he showed up in his scrubs. And everyone's like, what Insane. the heck? Um, and, you know, her, she's like, oh, he's a hard worker. He came straight from work. And so her 24-year-old daughter, Jacqueline, was like, that's so tacky. And she would all, her daughter was like a little more assertive Mm -hmm. and would just say things like, like she just said what was on her mind always. So coming from her, like the mom was just like, whatever, you're going to judge no matter what. But, but she had been said to be like, he seems weird. Like he's, he, like, I swear this guy's homeless. You don't even know where he lives. And like, I feel like you come over and he's like scoping out the place and he he would I think he would ask weird questions like about the contents of their safe or and I don't know why this wasn't a red flag to the mom but Jacqueline was picking up on it and I think he would even like she'd like yeah you'd be sitting having a conversation with him and he'd be like looking around like looking at the artwork like looking at her Birkin back you know he's just weird yeah but also I feel like I don't know I don't know so the louder Jacqueline got and like the more disapproval the quieter Deborah got so they found a place in Newport for $6,500 a month 
casual cool (laughs) she put down money for a year um but he said he didn't want his name on the lease because you know tax problems Mm. we'll just not bat an eye i guess (laughs) we'll just be like oh yeah that's great that makes sense uh, so her kids just weren't fans so she kept this move from them and she was just like you know what they don't see the little things like how he'll take my car into the shop or how he'll i don't know honestly just normal things that like that just helping each other yeah. out she's like he'll get groceries like it's like oh wow oh okay so if you're in a relationship you gotta probably set those standards <laughs> really high <laughs> yeah like low expectations obviously so not great she thought it would just take time though she's like they'll warm up to him like Mm. they've been burned before all of this so next it was up it's time for her daughter tara to meet him tara's the youngest she's an important character so i'll give you like a briefing about her she lived in vegas with her boyfriend she's training to be a dog groomer and had three little muppets (laughs) and she was like said to be non-confrontational and people would call her sweet she the first time she met john she was super skeptical she felt he was dismissive and avoidant like she'd ask him questions and he'd kind of trail off or he'd kind of cut into her like he just he just didn't things didn't add up she'd ask him questions he'd avoid them and her dogs were actually super anxious around him (laughs) which i mean she works with animals and i mean i believe that dogs definitely pick up on energies too but especially like Someone who works with them, I'm sure she notices, like, yeah, Yeah. So, a few days before Thanksgiving, Tara was snooping a bit, and she found a secret. She found John's nursing certificate, but nothing else. And when she confronted her mom about it, she was like, oh, oh, he's getting the other ones framed, like, for his anesthesiology and all of that. And things just kind of blew up because... John came in and was like, how dare you? Like, he, like, mom's boyfriend fighting a literal child, basically, is (laughs) not okay. No, not okay. Like, coming in and screaming at her, like, that's really intense. And then, you know, of course, he starts, Tara leaves and he starts just being like, your kids don't care about your happiness and da-da. And I don't, I don't know why she was like, yeah, you're right. But she was. I think she just, again, she just clearly had stuff she needed to work through and she didn't want to be alone and she thought maybe this was her shot. So Mm -hmm. Thanksgiving was a mess. Um, They all showed up and, like, this is when, like, the family divide and the isolation really began. So soon after that, it was mostly just the two of them, like, playing house in their Newport house in this little bubble of a life. And, yeah, he just... When they were alone, he just, you know, adored her and did all these things and was super intense. But it's also really important to look at how, you know, the people you're dating treat the people around you. Yeah. Like, if there's someone who's rude to your friends, like, I got the ick. Like, yeah. he's out, man. He's like, gone. He's gone. <laughs> so your kids. <laughs> and your kids. Like, like, friends are one thing, which still, don't date someone who's mean to your friends. Yeah. But, but your kids. Yeah. Like, that's... That's such a crossed line. So he kept begging her to marry him. And she's like, no, 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 no. She really held off for a while. She waited a whole two months. (laughs) Early December. Wow, it sounds like a Utah marriage. (laughs) You know what? Might as well have been. So early December, they were headed on a, she was headed on a business trip to Vegas. And, you know, he took co-pilot. He came along and they decided to seal the deal. Literally, it had been less than two months. 
no one was invited and tara lived in vegas like she could have at least had like this olive branch been like i know you don't approve but come to this wedding Mm -hmm. and you know and help celebrate nothing didn't tell anyone apparently they just like got married with this i'll post a photo this little altar they had lemon drop martinis or something for Mm -hmm. their i don't know for their first cheers (laughs) just (laughs) dream wedding right absolutely um so she didn't tell anyone shows up christmas i i think the plan was to tell them christmas and christmas was just even worse and i in between that um in between thanksgiving and christmas i believe tara and deborah had gone to therapy together and you know like tara was really trying and so was deborah i believe and she was like you know what fine but we need to set boundaries and all this stuff and they kind of made these rules but i guess when they showed up like deborah just ignored it all and just let john do whatever and then john's verbally abusing her children like he's just intense so there was so much friction and the family actually felt really unsafe about him like one of the rules was that tara was like he can't play with the grandkids like i don't want him alone with them i don't want him with them and deborah was like no they're his grandkids now oh yeah oh jeez. So in March, Deborah's son called with some information, and he wasn't one to get involved. Like, the girls would more speak their mind and were closer with their mom, but he wasn't one to, like... And it even portrayed that in the show Mm -hmm. pretty heavily, that he was, like, pretty chill about it. But he called, and he had done some digging, and he had found, actually, that John had spent some time in jail and also was lying about being an anesthesiologist. (laughs) Yeah. So even though she was like, no, 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 there's a reason for everything. There's an excuse for everything. Don't worry about it. She started digging on her own and she found actually all this evidence of him seducing, conning and harassing women. Mm. Yeah. So from 2005 to 2014, which was when he got out of prison in Michigan for drug theft, he had seduced, swindled and terrorized is what this article says. Multiple women, many of whom he had met on dating sites while posing as a doctor. By the time they were married in December 2014, three separate women around California had standing restraining orders against him. Um, And in recent years, at least three others had requested some. She found printouts from websites in which women shared information about dangerous men with scores and warnings of John saying, do not let this man in your life. Another called him a con artist. Another was like, he's just a classic, you know, psychopath. Wow. So she's finding, can you imagine? You're married to someone and you find all of this. (laughs) You've known them for. (laughs) Well, I mean, yeah. Yeah. So he was actually in the hospital for back surgery. And so she was like, you know, this is my time. I need to escape. Yeah. Obviously, he wasn't happy about this. He came back. He's instantly tracking her down. And I think she had kept that original house that she lived in with Jacqueline. So she probably just moved back there. Like, he knew where she lived. And he would not leave her alone. So in 2015, he finally broke her down. Oh, June 2015. He broke her down. And they reconciled. Which I don't... Like, someone stalking you isn't... Not the way to get someone back, yeah, right? No. Not the move. Need that space. Yeah. <laughs> I need that space. Um, and so on the Dirty John podcast, Deborah was actually on it. And she said, you know, he always had a story. 
he told me that he lied because he thought he'd lose me. He feels so lucky. I'm such a forgiving person. I'm the love of his life. I've made him a better person. He's reformed, you know, all this stuff. And so, you know, that's enough. So they oh moved in gosh. to a new apartment in Irvine. They stayed together until the next March when she finally, like, met her rope's end due to literal complete estrangement from her family. Like, none of them would talk to her or see her or anything. And, you know, as expected, he did not take it well. Threatening messages, demanding money, saying he's going to destroy her work, like, calling her company, just, like, really hitting her every place he can. And she filed for a restraining order, but was actually denied one due to That's the insane. fact, yeah, due to the fact that there was no previous physical harm. And also he lived in Nevada. So they were like, he's d- he doesn't even live here. It's fine. Oh my gosh. Which is ridiculous. Like, like a little six-hour drive away. <laughs> yeah, like, that's that's so quick. Yeah. Like, and I don't know. I think that's, I think that's kind of bullshit. Like, you can't get a restraining order until you've already been hurt. Yeah. You know? Does, that's backwards. Yeah. Yeah. So on June 11th, Deborah's car, which was a Jaguar, <laughs> was stolen and... Um, they found it down the street soaked in gasoline and mildly burned. Like, it was attempted to get burned, but, like, some some idiot didn't know how to do it. Oh, <laughs> Security footage showed that it was John. Wow. Yeah, so glad he's really smart. Fast forward a couple months, August 20th, 2016. Um, Jacqueline had called Tara to warn her that John was in town. And, oh, and P.S., Tara and her boyfriend broke up, and she moved back to Irvine. And I don't believe she wasn't living with her mom, but she was living near her mom. Um, so she called Tara to warn her that he was in town, and she'd actually seen him waiting outside her, her being Jacqueline's apartment building in Irvine. That evening, Tara returned home from work and parked her car in the lot outside her Newport Beach apartment building. Okay, yeah, sorry. She moved to Newport. Um, Jacqueline lived in Irvine. As she got out of her car, John approached her from behind and attacked her with a knife. He was trying to push her into a car. Um, She was trying to get away from him. She was screaming, and he put his hand over her mouth, and she bit as hard as she could. It was, like, there was no resemblance to a fair fight. He was 6'2". Tara's tiny. Like, yeah. She, I'm trying to remember, but I think she was, like, maybe, like, 5'2", 5'3", 5'4", max. Um, so, yeah, she put up a fight, though. They ended up wrestling to the ground. This said that she was able to defend herself in part thanks to the heavy rain boots she was wearing. They had thick tread. And during the fight, she actually managed to kick the knife out of his hand and grab the knife herself. And she stabbed him 13 times. Wow. Self-defense, though. Yeah. But, (laughs) including once through the eye, though. Um, And the thing is, she just had to keep stabbing because he just kept going. Yeah, he's a big guy. He's like, yeah. Yeah. And as, and you know what, now I'm second guessing, but in the show, no, you know what, I'm positive he was. He was abusing drugs, right? I don't remember exactly which ones, but, you know, he could have had that adrenaline or he Mm could have been on something and just like gone 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 i mean remember like the zombie whole thing (laughs) the whole zombie things that i I talked about in a different episode with kayla stout but 
yeah, like, they just keep going. It's, like, that adrenaline, and they're not phasing. They're not being phased by these actions, you know? So she, obviously, she's not trying to, she doesn't want to kill anyone. Like, that's not, yeah, that's not her Tuesday night plan, yeah. right? But he, he just, like, kept going. She's like, I knew if I didn't, like, keep going and keep defending myself that I would just, I would get killed, right? Yeah. Um, I think her dog was with her and had ran off and started barking, kind of alerting people. But it took a while um, for anyone to come. But yeah, she literally was like bawling, like I don't want to, I don't want him to get back up. I don't want him to hurt me again. If he gets back up, he's gonna kill me. Yeah. Someone finally came around, a neighbor, and he was passed out. He was just on the ground at this point, and. Neighbor wrapped her wounds in a beach towel. They called the police. They called the ambulance. And then Tara had to call her mom. And literally, <laughs> line for line, she just says, I'm really sorry. I think I killed your husband. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Imagine. Oh, my god. So here's the thing, though. John wasn't dead yet. Paramedics show up, administer CPR, which obviously they have to do that. Yeah. Even though we're like, don't. <laughs> do don't not. Do yeah. But his pulse returned. Four days later, though, John Meehan dies. He died in the hospital at age 57, four days after the ti- the fight with Tara. He was actually declared brain dead. Um, like, I think he was unconscious the entire time. And his sister, Karen, made the decision to take him off life support. His body was cremated and no memorial service was held. So... Deborah has actually vowed to use her experience to inspire and help others in domestic abuse situations, which I think is really cool. Yeah. This is a really scary, hard thing to go through. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, I mean, you look at those things and you can see how people can get in those situations, you know? And, yeah. And people with, like, these personality disorders are so good at lying and doing all these things. So it's just, you never know. So, yeah, yeah, that is the very condensed version <laughs> of Dirty John. Wow. If you guys want to know more information, <laughs> definitely go listen to the Wondery podcast or the LA T- or check out the LA Times. They have like a full website with the story and or watch the Netflix series or yeah. there's a documentary series, but it's so good. So, yeah. Yeah. What do you think? What one. are your thoughts? Oh, it's just it's just scary because you really I think the hardest thing about dating and using dating apps or just dating yeah. and meeting like strangers in general is you have no idea you have you truly don't know who that person is yeah um in 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 life in general i don't know yeah yeah you know someone for years and then you're yeah. like who are you or months or in her case yeah. like no it's get married in two months it's true have you have you ever showed up on a date and been like that's not even the same person <laughs> like not even personality wise but like physical well, wise yeah so <laughs> i mean you know the height the height issue the with height. men mm-hmm. on dating apps is a real problem because honestly lucky you though because you i'm like I'm five I'm, feet tall i'm yeah. five six yeah. like it's it can push it some days it, and i don't Just i don't kidding. mind I don't about the height but like don't yeah. lie about it because when yeah. i get there and we're like looking eye to eye i don't think that's that's but. not a good thing <laughs> <laughs> i was expecting you to be eight inches taller than yeah me. i don't know yeah that's that's a stretch <laughs> i don't know the thing with me is i like have a really hard time understanding height like i'll say stuff like i okay my brother michael you know michael i fought eden 
to my dad i was like he's six foot he is six <laughs> foot no he's five nine like five <laughs> ten maybe or like for example i was working on random acts and we had this skit with like you know it was we're doing we're doing quarantine friendly skits right now and we took these birthday cakes to kids who are in um who had their birthday in quarantine and had this big you know like i don't want to say paper mache but yeah. this, this big cake and they the hosts go and they set it up and so i'm telling my parents about it i'm like it's 20 feet tall oh my like gosh. it is this 20 foot tall cake <laughs> and my mom just looks at me and she goes so is this like one of your height things again or <laughs> you know so we really break it down we go like my dad's like that would be taller than every house that yeah. you go to you know these two story three story yeah, so it was like 14 feet. It wasn't 20. Oh my gosh, 14's really high though. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it was huge. It was huge, but it was a bit excessive. Yeah. So, so yeah. I get that. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, and it's hard because you never know like what's gonna happen when you go out with someone. Mm-hmm. Um, and even like reading all these stories and hearing all these things, you're like that that won't happen to me, mm-hmm. or at least I hope it won't happen yeah. to me. But you have no idea, and you just kind of have to trust the process. Any any quick go safety safe, tips? Safe dates. Um, I mean, always go out in public. Yeah. I would never invite someone over to my house or yeah. like go to their house mm-hmm. and be somewhere, even if it's like a restaurant or a place like local to you that you know people recognize you. Text a friend. I'm going here. Mm-hmm. Share that location. You know, yeah, share the location. Have <laughs> Just your give person. an update, you know. Yeah. Always have, I always have, like, a like not a backup, but, like, I'm like, okay, I need an out just in case. Yep. Just always a good idea. Well, you know you got me if you yeah, ever need that. absolutely. <laughs> oh. Yeah, and I think just asking them, like, just asking them a lot of questions, don't let them, like, run the whole don't let them run the show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You gotta ask some questions. Although, yeah. Yep. But. Anyways. Yeah. Um, so, one dating app I don't really use is Tinder. Mm-hmm. Um, and I haven't heard good things. <laughs> yeah. I heard it's kind of plummeted. Yeah. Uh, but this story is from Tinder. Okay. Um, her name was Sydney Loof in Lincoln, Nebraska. Mm-hmm. And she was um, going out with someone she thought was named Aubrey and they had been out on one date and they were going on their second date and she messaged her and asked her um is it just going to be us tonight and she was Mm -hmm. like yeah of course and um they had over like 150 messages between like four days tinder Mm -hmm. like reported Mm -hmm. and um her name was actually Bailey Boswell well Bailey Boswell um her roommate happened to be a 51 year old man named Aubrey Trail Okay. And they were into, like, weird things mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. And Bailey Boswell and uh, Sydney Loof are both about 24, 25 years yeah. old. So living with a 51-year-old man is kind of yeah. unusual. Mm. <laughs> um, so Wait, she- this reminds you. Oh, I know. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> so um, on their second date, uh, like, the last messages were just her going to her house. And mm-hmm. she told her family she was going on a second date. And then they, she went missing. Um, oh, and she you know what? When was this, by the way? 2018. I kind of remember this. Yeah. Okay, go on. Um, so two weeks later, police found her remains in bags dumped in oh. a field, just like all separated. And oh. so they started investigating and uh, Boswell and Trail completely like denied it and everything. Mm-hmm. 
And then after searching their cell phones and also watching footage of them at a Home Depot buying like supplies, you know, in bleach, yeah, hydrochloric acid bins, yeah, they um, ended up raiding their apartment and finding like all of like the marks from where they tried cleaning things. And yeah, it was just not good. Um, So they, the way they found their bodies, they, um, found like her cell phone mm-hmm. like pinged to a tower nearby mm. and so they ended up arresting Boswell and Trail and they were actually charged with both her murder and conspiracy to do this to other women as well oh. mm-hmm. yeah and then they also got charged for like the dismem- the way they like dismembered oh her gosh, body ew. yeah so it's I really just... just like and they and court um they claimed that it was, like, a, they were just, like, fulfilling, like, a sexual fantasy and, like, all this, like, creepy, Ew. terrible things. And they... Um, also, just. We're just fulfilling yeah, this fantasy. Yeah, like, what on earth? What, what do you mean, just? They said that, um, that, so, he was going to pay the girl $5,000 mm-hmm. to, like, be in this sexual fantasy. Mm-hmm. And then it got taken too far and he accidentally choked her to death. And then they decided to... Mm. Try to clean oh, up wait. the evidence. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, and was there any evidence of that? Like in their messages, had they no? Been, this yeah. was all in person. So mm-hmm. he was that night on that second date. She was trying to introduce um, Sydney to Aubrey as like mm-hmm. a sugar daddy mm-hmm. type situation, mm-hmm. and he like boasted about it to everyone, and he was even like talking about it in court. And then crazy thing is, is Aubrey Trail ended up slashing his throat in court after yelling that Bailey was innocent. Wait, in court? Yeah, he got a hold of something and like in front of neck. all these people. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and so how did I not hear about this detail? What the hell? Yeah, it's okay. insane. And he ended up not dying, which is good oh, because geez. he deserves to like rot, live and yeah. suffer and rot. And yeah, but he yelled. Um, this is, like, from Washington Post article. He said, like, he slashed his own throat after yelling, I curse you all. Oh, Bailey's so innocent. he's a witch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are these there are these series about him, like, having, like, mm-hmm. witches and things like that. So, yeah, was he involved in some sort of cult or Yeah, witch? yeah, oh, okay. it was. Oh, okay. Like, a sexual, like, cult. Yeah. And, yeah. I curse you all. <laughs> that reminds me of The Conjuring. Yes. Doesn't it? Like Shiva. Yes. I almost just said Shiva, you know. That's a dog. <laughs> That's a dog. Um, oh, no. That's Shiva. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's crazy because you hear all these, like, I feel like there's quite a few stories out there, at least mm-hmm. when I was, like, looking into things. And, I mean. Well, there were even, and I haven't done an episode on this yet because I just feel like it's pretty fresh but remember last summer in utah mackenzie lewick yeah like there's there's a lot yeah. like even local for us yeah so well there was one in um may a, a guy and he actually called the police on himself and said like i like i did I this. killed this girl was that here yeah that was in farmington actually you know i remember that because my mom texted me and was like i need to have a talk with all <sighs> of the single children in the family oh my gosh <laughs> and she basically i like i kind of had to talk her down and be like here's the thing <laughs> like because she was like mckenna and michael and i was like you know what 
we'll share their location it will be fine yeah. like they're smart yeah. but yeah you just never know yeah you never know. It's nice because Bumble does have um, some verification things yeah. now, um, which I've noticed. And clearly people are trying to, like, work on the problem. Tinder does still have a lot of catfishing, I feel like. Mm-hmm. I'm no expert, but I've been on. I'm no expert. <laughs> it sounds like a lot you of are, dating apps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what are, I hear Bumble and Hinge are kind of the, the good ones. Yeah, yeah. The safer. Yeah, definitely. And they just. They have more, like, questions about people, and you can connect, like, mm-hmm. your social media accounts. Where Tinder, you literally, it's just a photo it's, yeah. and a bio, right? Yeah. And you just... And Bubble does a verification where you have to take a selfie of yourself. Um, Holding, like, a number or yeah, something, Yeah, yeah, right? you have or to hold something? up a symbol just to ensure that you're not faking. It's good. Faking and being Way to be, else. Bumble. Way to yeah, be, Hinge. Way to, go, way to yeah. be. <laughs> Work on it, Tinder. <laughs> Come on, Tinder. Maybe, maybe Tinder's going to go away. <laughs> and Facebook just started a new dating app as what? well yeah very interesting because then there are people that you know which is also i don't know <laughs> yeah do you have you i mean it's I small like not city. used do you see so many i see people. a lot of people i know like i even remember when one of my friends started dating she was i was like oh let me see your dating app and i was like oh my gosh i know like hi hi 10 hi. people you've matched yeah, with yeah yeah but it's definitely definitely hard when you know a lot of people but my age yeah. range is a little higher it's a little higher <laughs> we like the we like the older men yeah, yeah. brooke Herrick likes the older men oh, amazing no. amazing yeah. well i forgot to tell you when i got here but when i was driving over sweet escape by gwen stefani came on and it oh felt my like it was fate and really got me pumped up for our episode wow so, so yeah <laughs> sweet so escape brooke came in today before she goes into work Cl- <laughs> meeting with important client everyone just send her all the good vibes <laughs> thank you thank um, you thank you so much for coming yeah, it's so course. good to have you back yes love love coming on love talking about dating so <laughs> <laughs> love having you here all right guys well have a great week don't forget to go rate and review on apple podcast share with your friends i will i will leave all the links in the show notes below i'll send you guys brooks way seriously if you want to refresh on your space she's incredible like her style is mwah, chef's kiss <laughs> so have a good week and we'll talk to you later goodbye Makeup, masking, and... This episode of Make a Mask and Murder was brought to you by me, your host, Abby Evans, with special thanks to our amazing production manager, Brad Newfeld. Our theme song and music are written by David Evanhoff, owner of David Evanhoff Sound Designs, with vocals by the amazing Emily Starr and David Evanhoff. Thank you to this amazing team and all of our wonderful guests. And don't forget to go rate and review on Apple Podcasts and visit us on Instagram at, at Make Up Masking and Murder. And we will see you next week.